Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. The share it with a friend deal even if that friend is yourself your mcdonald's your rules live your best morning with bogo breakfast sandwiches only on the mcdonald's app now buy one bacon egg and cheese mcgriddles or sausage egg and cheese mcgriddles and get a second one free valid for item of equal or lesser value limited time only at participating mcdonald's valid one per day excludes one two three dollar menu visit mcdonald's app for details download and registration required we're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? Tomorrow, of early break with Sip and Jake. Simple, you are an idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. For the first time in the history of this station and us doing this show together, Sip, we're gonna join. We're gonna bring Robin Washington on of On3.com as a coworker of yours. Yeah. Robin, good morning. How does it feel to be a coworker with Sip right now? I've been so jealous for so <laughs> many years of the Parker Gabriels, Chris Bassnets of the world that get to have this type of relationship with Stephen M. Sipple, and so I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling blessed and grateful that. Now it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, it'll be your turn for a while, I think, Robin, until I'm probably very old or very much older. Uh, yeah, thank you, Robin. It's, the feelings are mutual. It's it, And it's been fun. How many days has it been since we started? Five? Six? six. Yeah, well. A week um, tomorrow. Technically, yeah, you started a little earlier, but uh, I jumped in on Thursday, I believe, yeah. Yeah, it's been quite – It's been, it's been pretty – for June – it feels like it's been pretty busy, doesn't it? Sure does. It does not feel like a sleepy summer that we're used to with uh, our situation and obviously all the all the action going around Nebraska sports this summer. Well, yeah, and, and here's the thing. I mean, part of part of the reason we've been busy is because it's camp season over at yep. Nebraska. You were on hand for the Friday Night Lights portion of it. What did was there any impressions that you took away from the weekend in general? Well, I mean, the fact that this was their first opportunity to, um, you know, host visitors in a camp setting, really, um, to that magnitude in, in a few years, you know, going back pre, pre-COVID pre there. So um, that in itself, I think, was maybe one of the bigger storylines of, of that weekend. I mean, not just the fact that um, they had the recruits on campus, but the, the magnitude in which they kind of dove right in. Uh, with 13 official visitors, and then obviously all the campers that came in on unofficials. So 
that was that was pretty cool to see just to get back in there into the flow of summer camp season and um, Nebraska wasting very little time um, you know putting in efforts on the recruiting front and uh, already paying off with a couple of commitments. Yeah, Jaden Doss commits to Nebraska, receiver from Missouri. Obviously, yesterday get the the big commitment from the lineman from uh, Brock Knutson from Scotts Bluff as well. So a good start there. On your beat though for basketball, Robin, Nebraska does get a commitment from 2023 point guard Chase Clemens. Uh, what is the recruiting profile on him, and, and who else is after him, Robin? Yeah, so he was. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I guess you could call him a relatively under the radar prospect. He was a three star. Um, I think when you look at the on three consensus though, he was hundred and twenty first nationally, so you know, top one fifty level recruit that um, you know, had other high major interests. It came down to a final three of Nebraska, Houston, and anytime Kelvin Sampson's in on a guy, you know there's there's some legitimacy there. And then Tennessee State, just because he's got a lot of personal connections to that program. But uh before that um, other schools like Missouri, Georgia, Tennessee were all involved. I think all made his final six that he put out back in February. And had it not been for some coaching changes uh, at a couple of those schools, you know, who knows what that ultimate final three would have looked like. But in the end, um, Nebraska was the favorite all along. Uh, he took an official visit back on first weekend of October uh, and loved every second of it in fact i remember seeing him down on the sideline during the football game there and i'm pretty sure he did not stop smiling the entire time so um he's been an all-in on nebraska for a while and obviously the the personal relationships he has with bryce and trey mcgowan's um you know their respective families are about as close as uh, you could imagine Uh, they refer to each other as cousins even though they're not blood related and so He's been following Nebraska basketball since the day Trey McGowan's committed. And then obviously last year with Bryce on board, um, he watched about every game last season that he could. So uh, for an out-of-state recruit, he's about as dialed in to Nebraska's program as could be. Um, And he's the type of point guard that I think Fred Hoiberg is looking for in the sense that, um, you know, he's he's a capable scorer, but I think more than anything he's a – facilitator and he's got the the character that i think guys are going to gravitate towards and and make him a natural leader going forward so um i put chase kind of in the same vein as some of the other recruits that we've seen over the last few months Mm -hmm. nebraska target Mm -hmm. in the sense that you know he's not the flashiest recruit you know Mm -hmm. he's not the you know four star or five star guy that um uh, you know has has the high level recruiting profile but he fits what Nebraska wants on and off the floor. And I think there's different priorities now being set um, with Hoiberg and the staff on the recruiting front to where it's not just getting the best individual player, it's getting the best player that wants to be at Nebraska for one, and two, uh, is going to fit uh, and complement what they already have on the roster so they can build an actual team that fits together as opposed to a bunch of individuals. So you so you see a change in approach that's pretty marked, would you say that? Yeah, just in the types of players they're getting. You know, started with Sam Greasel. Um yeah. you know, obviously he was a coveted transfer, so I mean it's not like you know, he wasn't a high level get, but then you add in Juwan Gary, you add in Emmanuel Bandamel, and now looking ahead to the twenty three class with uh, Chase Clemens, you know, these are guys that, you know, weren't the, the normal types of players we've seen Nebraska go after. Now, 
to be fair, they they did go after high level scores in um, uh, the kid that went to Kentucky and then Baylor Shireman, uh-huh. and so you know they and they missed on them. So maybe that had something to do with it as well. But um, with what they've been able to acquire, they there's just a different kind of vibe to those those types of players to where it's not all about how many points per game they scored and what their their NBA stock is. It's, you know, they're, they're complementary pieces that um, there seems to be a little bit more forethought into how guys are going to work with each other as opposed to just uh, the highest level individual talent they can accumulate. Joined by Robin Washington of On3, covers Nebraska basketball, Nebraska football, Nebraska sports for On3.com. How... Now, Rob, I heard you talking about this with some somebody yesterday. It's more of a f- full staff approach to recruiting now, correct? Correct. Yeah, right. I mean, On before Fred's it was staff, literally yeah. Matt Abdelmasi, and other guys could chime in if they had, you know, some guys. But basically, it was it was Matt running the show and him utilizing his vast connections and personal relationships that. Um, were the reason he was on staff in the first place and was Fred's right-hand man from the day that he was hired. So now the rest of the staff is, is very much involved to where guys are out not only recruiting, but you know, there's, I think, a lot more influence. And if they see a guy that they like and think fits, I think they have a lot more weight to be able to um, you know make them actual uh, priority recruits. So that's that's a, probably the most marked difference in uh, their approach this off season compared to previous ones is that it is a, a fully collective effort and and you're seeing Fred take a much more hands on approach. You know, before he was the guy that you know Matt would uh, do all the legwork and getting kids on campus, and then Fred would be the closer. Well, now Fred's hitting the road. I mean, he's making in home visits with guys. He's going and seeing workouts uh, during the off season and um, stuff that you know he was doing but he's doing it at a much higher rate already. And um, I think that's, that's important and something that probably needed to happen uh, just for, you know, the, how critical this off season is and uh, the need for Nebraska to get guys that, that truly do fit what Fred wants. You know, you, there was a lot of trust placed in the one guy on Fred's end. And I think him being more involved the way that he has been is, uh, you know, a pretty important part into truly identifying guys that he thinks fit what he wants to do. Robin, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Sounds good. See you later. All right, good Hus- job, Rob. Uh, Robin Washington from On3.com. Fred changing his approach dramatically, good. I would say. Uh, need, needs to. Got you. Important imperative that something <laughs> changed. Yeah. In the way they were operating, That's I like fair. hearing that he's on. He's making visits. He's watching kids right now. Yeah, yeah the old. The, the, I mean, the other way wasn't working. I mean, uh, no, I not mean, at all. There's a hot take. <laughs> nine and 50. It didn't work at all. Nine and 50. frankly, there's nothing that was working. <laughs> nine and fifty in the Big Ten. That's not going to do it. For anybody. Uh, no. Let's and do he's this. still here, though. Let's do this. Let's play the game. So give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today, uh, how about NBA scoring leaders by season? Okay. I'm gonna tell All you right. I'm gonna tell you the team, the position, oh my God. and the year. 
<laughs> you tell me what player. Well, this is going to depend on era. Yeah, it right? is. And there's is is. different eras involved yeah, It's going to depend on era. think you might know you're uh, the NBA leading scorers by season. Yeah, okay. This is a good one. Let's do this it. This is a good one. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, Simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Simple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right. 464-5685. Call the takedown Sip and Trivia. You are 1-0 and on the week you won yesterday per Gus and 15 and 9 overall? Yes, 15, 15 and 9 overall. And nine. Thank you, Gus. That's called a heater right there. <laughs> I would not call that it's a heater. It's a heater. How do you feel okay. today about uh, leading scores I, by season? I'm really interested in this. Yeah, where do I go with this? It's just it's all about era for me. If you go from 2010 to now, I'm going to be shaky. Okay, you'll be all right then. Yeah. You'll be okay, fine. Okay. Uh, Alex, how do you feel about NBA leading scores by season? Uh, much the same. It might be shaky after 2010. Okay. okay. Well, Alex, all right. Fair what? game. So so we're like evenly matched boxers. Here's the hint then. You guys will both like these questions because there's nobody 2010 or beyond. Okay. All right. Alex, first question goes to you. What Utah Jazz small forward led the league in scoring in both the 1980-81 season and the 1983-84 season? Um, was that Pistol Pete? No, no, no. That is a difficult one. We let it happen twice. He small forward. Yep. For Utah is actually uh, over thirty points a game both seasons. Is that right? Yep. The years again. Uh, the eighty eighty one season and the eighty three eighty four season. I'm going to pass and hope that his initials aren't A D. Adrian Dantley. Yeah, it was Adrian oh, Dantley. Oh, no, I you did passed. it again. You passed. I did it again. Yeah, Alex is safe. You yeah. didn't take it. All that right. was correct, but you passed oh, on it. Oh, man. Adrian Dantley was correct, oh, but it's a 0-0 zero, zero tie. Okay. Here's your first question, Sip. What Orlando Magic guard led the league in scoring in both the 2002-03 season and the 2003-04 season? Uh, this is a. This is a. I'm sorry. You're not paying attention. Uh, say the, Orlando Magic uh, Guard. Orlando Magic Guard. Um, I think Glenn Rice would be the answer. In, in 0203, 0304. Yeah. yeah. No. That's not correct. No. Alex, want that one? Um, I feel like it's a layup. I'm going to go for it. Is it uh, McGrady? <laughs> Tracy that. McGrady was yeah, I was a layup. That. That, yeah. Is that yes, a, that did was. Did you say guard? Guard forward. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, come that, on. All right. It's, on. it's magic here. Hey, hey, Gus, call up McGrady and see what they list him as. That, that Is that what me. threw you off? Well, I mean, he's he's 6'8". Okay, well. Do they list him as a guard? I'm not giving you the point. No, you don't he, have to. Alex got the layup. I'm thinking if if it says forward, if if Gus if it shows forward, game's under protest. No, it's not under protest. What's it say? Oh, he's a, he's shooting, a shooting guard. guard. Shooting right, guard. And you are just a sore loser okay. over there. Yeah, okay. All right, Alex. For the win, last question: What center for the San Antonio Spurs led the league in scoring 
in the 93-94 season? Robinson. Trying to put my game in a protest. He deserved to lose. Shooting guard for Tracy McGrady. David Robinson is correct. Alex, congrats. We get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Thanks. All right. He says thanks. No protest here today. I thought of McGrady as a small forward. Oh, he's a shooting guard. Okay. Questioning my own judgment over here. Well, I I just raised a question. All right. You get two more questions, then we're out of here. All right. What Atlanta Hawks small forward led the league in scoring in the 85-86 season? Atlanta Hawks small forward? Yep. The, the position, 85-86? Yes. That had to be Dominique Wilkins. Okay. All right. Now, tiebreaker. Wilt Chamberlain holds the record for most points per game in a season in the 1961-62 season. How many points per game did he average? <laughs> it's a really hard one. <laughs> Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a obtuse number. Well, what is it then? 61, 62, yep. Will, what do you average? Yep. I think it's a crazy number, like I'll say 45-5. That is a crazy number, and it's higher than that. Is that 50. right? 50.4 points oh, per yeah, game. okay, yeah, all right. I wish I have was watching basketball back then yeah. in a lot. That would be awesome to watch. Yeah. Wilt Chamberlain score 50.4 points per game. God, I did not. So what? where did I go awry on that? Tracy McGrady. That's yeah. where I went awry. And I had the right position. You led yourself astray. The spillover is next on Early Break in the Ticket. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte.